Welcome to episode number 42 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. We are in a series dealing with our finances. For a number of podcasts, I taught on the subject of finances need prayer and faith. If you would like to listen into those podcasts, they are available to you on cpnshows.com. Today I'm launching a new series of podcast dealing with our finances. Of course, that's our focus right now. However, Quality Christian Living will be talking about various topics of Christian living. We'll be dealing with faith and miracles, how to live a godly life, how to understand and help our children grow in their relationship with God. But before we get into those topics, I want to focus on the subject of understanding that God is our source in everything and especially in our finances. Today, I'm going to take on the subject of how to make God our financial partner. Now, some of you might be thinking, Pastor, that seems a little extreme, doesn't it? I mean, God doesn't want to be our partner. Well, he does want to be our partner, and he is our partner, and he created us, and he made life amazing for us. He has a plan for our life. He formed a partnership with with us, and he made an amazing investment in our partnership when he sent his son to earth who suffered and died for us that we could have everlasting life. I want to start off this particular episode with the scripture found in James chapter 1 and verse 17. In the first part of chapter 1, James is talking about faith and endurance. He's talking about having an opportunity to understand the great joy that we have because of our relationship with, with God. And he talks about us needing to grow and that when we endure and we go through life's challenges, we become fully developed and will become complete and will need absolutely nothing here on earth because God will provide all of our needs. James goes into depth talking about being loyal to God and, and understand that God waits patiently for us. You know, a lot of people struggle with patience. I know in my own life, I've had times where patience has not been my strong suit, if you will. And my wife has said over the last uh, 10 or 15 years that I have improved quite a bit when it comes to patience. Now, I'm not bragging. I'm only stating what my wife has told me. But I do find life more enjoyable when I become more patient with others and understand to wait upon the Lord. So today, I'm going to read to you James chapter 1 and verse 17. Now, I'm going to read a little bit slow because I want you to let this soak in. Receive this word today, if you will. James chapter 1, verse 17. Whatever is good and perfect comes down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word, and we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. Now, I think that describes a partnership, the ultimate partnership, if you will. I chose this scripture because I want you to understand that God does want to have a partnership. He formed one when he created us. He formed a beautiful partnership with us. And when it comes to our finances and the area of our finances, and of course that partnership deals with far more than our finances, this partnership deals with eternity, deals with the life that we live here on earth, the joy that he wants us to have, the overcoming life that he wants us to have, the peace he wants us to have that passes all understanding and it'll guard our heart and mind Christ in Christ Jesus. You see, the partnership is far more than just finances, but in the area of this teaching where I'm talking about our finances and helping people to understand that God is our source in our finances and that God wants to be our partner. So what would it be like to form a partnership with God when it comes to dealing with our money, with the decisions that we make? See, when you have a partner, you go to him for help. So if God is our partner in our finances, then we go to him in his word. And then we go to him in prayer. And then we go to 
him through godly counsel of people who are qualified to talk to us and help us. Getting back to James chapter 1 verse 17 where it says whatever is good and perfect comes down to us from God our Father. See every financial blessing that we receive God intends it to be good and to be perfect. He wants us to be blessed so that we can be a blessing. He wants to bless his people. He wants to bless his partner in this whole relationship and so understand that God is our source that God is the one that wants to bless us and that paycheck that you get whether it's big or little or whatever it might be or whether you're drawing unemployment whatever is coming to you, whatever kind of income is coming to you or blessings that come to you are good and perfect gift from God, our Father, and our partner and our finances. It goes on to say, He created all the lights in the heaven. You know, that just what that's saying is that God created everything. You know, He created the heaven, the earth, He created the, the oceans, He created the sky and the clouds and the, the, the rain that comes down and the oceans and the mountains and, and the snow that comes down. All this is God's creation. And God puts that in connection here, who created all the lights in the heaven that that he never changes from his creation. It says he never changes or casts a shifting saddle, which means he's not judgmental towards us. God wants to help us. He wants to bless us. He wants to be a, a partner that leads the way, but he needs to be our senior partner. That's the guy that takes the lead. Now, when we have a senior partner and an investment plan of some kind, let's say you form a partnership and you get a bunch of partners and you get two, three, four, or five people, there has to be one person who's kind of the senior partner. It's like every country, you know, has has a president, has a president. And every uh, individual corporation out there has to have a president or a CEO, chief executive officer, but someone that's in charge. They're the senior partner in this whole thing. So God wants to be our senior partner. That means he has the final say. He's the one that gives the final answer. He's the one that gives the charge, the direction. He takes the lead. Because if you're going to get into a financial decisions, what better option to have than to have God as our leader to help us make the right decisions. So let me read a little more on this word and we'll and then we'll move on. He never changes, it says, or casts a shifting shadow. He's just always, he's always consistent. He says he chose to give birth to us by giving us his word. See, he gave birth to us so that his word then would come a but really become alive in our hearts and in our minds, in our actions, in our finances. And we out of all creation, see everything that he created, everything in the world he created, we became his prized possession. I'm not so sure we feel sometimes that we are God's prized possession, but we are. He looks at us so differently than what we look at ourselves. So why don't we try to imagine ourselves in the way that God looks at us? We are God's prized possession. We are his creation. And of everything that he created, he wants to be a partner with us in everything that we do. And that certainly includes the area of our finances. Now let's move on to the to the subject of God is our source. We need to understand that. Look at some other scriptures on that. If we're going to form a partnership with him, we need to understand that he is our source of everything. So let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 6. Once again, in the New Living Translation, verse number 6, But we know that there is only one God the Father, who created everything, and we live for him. And there is only one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom God made everything and through whom we have been given life. That's the relationship we need to understand, that God is our source. He sent his son to form a partnership with us. He sent the Holy Spirit here to, when Jesus went back to heaven, to be with God the Father and sit at his right hand. Then God the Father sent the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes and dwells with us. And when we receive Jesus Christ, 
Christ as our Lord and Savior, then we have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us. So now God has formed partnership. He's formed a, a relationship whereby our source for everything that we have is from Him. And the partnership speaks to us. Isn't that amazing? The Word of God speaks to us. The Holy Spirit speaks to us and reveals to us the kind of decisions that we need to make. So in all of our financial decisions and every direction that we go, we've got to understand that God wants us to recognize and realize first, He wants to be our partner and second, that He is our source in everything that we do here on earth. Maybe I should kind of reestablish the topic of partnership. What I want to define a partnership with God is, see, a partnership is kind of a state of a, a being between two or more individuals, an association of some kind with two or more people joining together as partners for a sole purpose of accomplishing the same goal, the same things. You see, God wants to be our partner because he wants our goals to line up to, with his goals. Or I should say, we should line up our goals to him. We should choose the goals he has for us. And you might say, well, what are our goals and our finances? Well, God wants us to prosper in all things and be in good health, even as our soul prospers. God wants us to be the head and not the tail, the scripture says. He wants us to be the lender and not the borrower, so we're subject to other people. God wants us to be the person who builds the church and who establishes the the foundation of our finances upon giving back to God and giving back to others. So we're forming a partnership with with the same goals that God has for us. And I can get pretty excited about thinking that God's my partner because when I sit down to seek guidance from him, I've got a great book of instructions called the Bible. And I've got the Holy Spirit living inside of me and dwelling inside of me to give me guidance and direction. Some people say, well, what do you mean by that guidance when it comes to your decisions? Well, when we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us, we should obviously pray and say, Lord, we want your will. We want your will and not my will be done. So if I'm going to make a good financial decision, decision, I want to know that you're in support of that. Because if God's in support of it, then it's going to be successful. You see, or we're going to learn a lesson from it. We're going to be taught a very important lesson. So if God's in charge and he wants to bless us and we go to the Holy Spirit and ask through prayer and through reading of God's word for guidance and direction, our financial decisions, then the Holy Spirit will speak to us. Now, sometimes he speaks to us in ways that we don't quite understand. We may see something that we think is a great deal, a great opportunity, something we should get into, but the Holy Spirit basically makes us feel uncomfortable with that or causes confusion or doubt or there's some doubt in our mind. And you see, it's important to understand that when you ask God for direction and you feel confused or there's doubts or there's anxiety, then it's not of God. That's how God speaks to us. That's how our partner speaks to us to tell us this is a good decision or this is the way to go in our finances or this is where we should give money to people and this is places where we should not give money to people. So the Holy Spirit is there to help us. And the way we know that that we're in, in line with God's word and the spirit of God speaking to us and we're in line with what our partner, God the Father, has for us is that we're at peace. We've got this great peace that passes all understanding and it'll guard our heart and mind in Christ Jesus. That's the only way that you can proceed when you're trying to understand how to deal with financial decisions then we will know that the decisions that we make will be blessed of God and we'll understand that we'll have peace through that process. Now, that doesn't mean you might have a challenge. It doesn't mean that you'll be set free and never have a challenge. But anytime a challenge happens in your finances, then we know who our partner is and we know how to go back to him and to pray and to seek his word. We must never forget that God is always willing and ready to help his partner. And that's us. Doesn't that just excite you to think about that?
There's a great scripture talking about our partnership that we have, the partnership that we have with God. It was written in Psalm chapter 21. I'm going to read the entire chapter to it. It's only a few verses, but just listen to these words. It's very powerful and shows you the kind of partnership that God wants to have with us, and that deals with our finances also. Psalm 121 in the New Living Translation, verse 1. I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? Of course, it's, it certainly doesn't. Verse 2 says, My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. That's our partner, God, who is our helper and our partner wants to help us at all times. Verse 3, He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Therefore, it tells us that God's always awake. He's always ready. He's there to help us. I mean, why wouldn't we want to have a partnership with God the Father? Can you imagine those people that don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? They don't understand that they could have a relationship and a partnership with the creator of heaven and earth, one with all knowledge, omnipotent God, omnipresent God. He's everywhere at the same time. He has all knowledge, all understanding. That's our partner. Let's never turn our back on it. Verse 3 says, he will not let you stumble. And it says, the one who watches over you will not slumber. He's awake. He's ready. He's always available. It's amazing to think with the seven or eight billion people living on this earth today, that his ear is open and attentive to everyone who calls upon his name, those who love him and those who don't, those who are seeking him and want help from him and want to accept his son as their Lord and Savior. His eyes are always open, always ready. Our God does not sleep. Verse 4, indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. Verse 5, the Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. Now there's a partner for you. Verse number six, the sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon at night. So therefore, regardless of whether you're in the midst of nighttime or bright sunshine, God is there to help us. And, and, and that bright sunshine might mean to good times in your finances and the dark times might mean the dark times in your finances. So if you're going through a difficult time in your finances, God the Father, your partner, if you'll make him your partner, if you'll accept him as your partner, then he's there to stand with you through your financial challenges and through your financial victories. Verse 7, the Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. So everything that we do, he's there to help us. And verse 8, the Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go, both now and forever. So that's the kind of partner that you can't find here on earth, but God wants to be your partner. So today, if, first of all, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then repent of your sins ask God to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And when you do that and you promise to serve him then and repent of your sins, God then is ready to join partnership with you, to form that partnership with you where he can bless you in every decision that you're going to be making in your life. Let's look at another scripture that I'm going to use today. It's the 23rd Psalm. Now, most people who understand something about the Bible realize that the 23rd Psalm is something that we read when someone has passed. It's at a funeral service or whatever, or it's just simply when people need comfort and guidance. But have you ever thought about the 23rd Psalm being a statement of God's partnership with you? The partnership he wants to form with us in our relationships, regardless of what they are, and also in our financial areas. So when we're in the midst of financial challenges and difficulties, it's a great time to look to God through his word in the 23rd Psalm and look at the partnership that he's 
desires to have with us. So I'm going to read Psalm 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. You are forming a partnership in your finances with the one who can supply all your needs. Verse 2, he lets me rest in green meadows, which means he's going to help me find rest in the middle of my financial challenges. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He's going to lead me to have peace in my life when it comes to the, the financial challenges that I have. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths. See, God's wisdom when it comes to understanding the right decisions to make in our finances is right here in the 23rd Psalm. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Verse 4, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. If you are in the midst of filing bankruptcy, or if you filed bankruptcy before, or you're in the middle of, you've lost a job, you've got a great challenge facing you financially, because really, one of the greatest challenges that we face in life each and every day is the condition of our finances. When it comes to marriage, it's said that the number one thing that's causing divorce today throughout our country is the is in the area of financial failure. Just think of that. There are Men and women are basically saying that they will forgive a lot easier if a person has failed them or cheated on them or committed adultery or something. They're more likely to forgive that than if there's been a financial failure. Now, that's sad. That's terrible. But that's really the mindset of people today. So with that, the Word of God is telling us that our partner, our, our the senior partner, will help us in the difficult times that we're going to have. Verse 5 says, you prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. That's really a great scripture when you think about your finances because in reality there's been partners that we've had here on earth that's done things to us that have been difficult. I know I've had a number of partnerships that have been very, very difficult. I've had Christians I was partnered with in finance who basically took money from me, literally stole money out of my pocket. And uh, that simply means they took money out of partnership agreements that we had and then said, well, that's too bad. I need the money more than you do. And they and they walked away on me. I've had non-believers try and overcharge me for things. I've had believers that I was building homes for threaten to sue me for a home that I built them that was a great value. And the Holy Spirit, in all these cases, the Holy Spirit came in, comforted me, gave me direction, gave me guidance. The, the, the Holy Spirit helped me to understand as I was going through that dark valley that he was there to help me, that he, it says here that your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. And then it says, you prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. It reminds me of a story of a man who cheated me out of about $100,000 in a real estate transaction once. And at the end of that time, I started to prosper. All of a sudden, my finances just exploded. I didn't fight with him. I didn't sue him. I didn't go after him. I just decided it's not worth it. I'm not going to pour myself into some negative thing. And that's something we don't want to do when we're dealing with finances is get into a big battle over things. My productivity would have gone down the tubes. And instead of fighting that thing and getting into a big war, I just walked away from it. I was at peace with it. I told my wife, we prayed about it. And we both agreed the best thing to do is just leave it alone and walk away. And God prepared a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. What that means is, is that it was shortly after we walked away from that problem that our business started becoming blessed just overnight. We had properties sell and we were able to create income that was greater than we'd ever received before. God prepared a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. And he'll do the same for you. So if you're in the midst of a battle, financial battle with someone, please seek your partner, your senior partner, God Father and the Holy Spirit, who wants to help you through these things and settle your dispute quickly. I can't tell you often enough how crucial it is, how vital it is to settle disputes quickly. Run to your senior partner, God the Father, and ask for him to help you and protect you and comfort you through the middle of this. 
verse 5 says, You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. I talked to you about how God can do that when you're going through the middle of a battle. And then it also says, You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. That's exactly what happened to my wife and I when we chose to seek our senior partner for direction in a very, very difficult financial battle. And verse 6 says, Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. You know, think about that. God the Father, our senior partner, wants to pursue us with goodness and unfailing love all the days of our life. He wants us to be blessed. Yes, he does. That's why I talk so much about starting off by putting God first in our finances. If we don't make God our source in our finances, we're cutting off our source. We just can't be blessed. When we're blessed financially, we need to give back to the work of the Lord. We need to bless the local church or bless miss missionaries or bless a good a good thing that's doing good work and, and pour money into what we call good soil, plant money into good soil. That's a ministry that's producing good things. When we do that, we're feeding our our source. God is our source. Our senior partner is our source. And then he wants to bless us. But if we don't give back from what we have to him and we don't share of what we have and the blessings that he's given us with others and we don't share that, then we're cutting off our source. And if you're in the desert and you're thirsty and you find a spring of water, you're going to drink from that water. One thing you're not going to do is cut your source off. You're going to continue to seek after that source, which is the supply of that water to keep you alive. It's the same way with your financial life and the life that you have in your financial decisions and your prosperity or lack thereof. It's important we understand that our source is God. We must bless the source, feed the source, and then God will continue to bless us. I was reading my Bible the other day and I, I was reading Psalm 107, just a wonderful scripture. It says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. You know, if we can just live that every day and realize that God who is our partner and God who wants to bless us financially, then we need to give thanks to him because we can't be blessed if we're not thankful. Let's look at another scripture in that same chapter 107 in the book of Psalms. In the New Living Translation, there's a couple of verses here that are just so wonderful dealing with how our partner, when we make God our partner and realize that he is our source, how he wants to bless us. It says here in verse 8, Let them praise the Lord for his great love and for the wonderful things he has done for them. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. You know, that's the partner that we have. He wants to satisfy us. He wants to bless us. It says that we need to praise him, though, for his great love and, his, and the wonderful things he's done for us, That how God has been so wonderful to us. So let me give you a little advice when it comes to dealing with challenges in your finances. The first thing we need to, know, to acknowledge is that God is in charge, that he is the one who's going to bless us, and he will supply all of our need according to his riches in Christ Jesus. So that's the promises that's out there. And it says here, for he, in verse 9, for he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. You see, God wants to bless. And when we understand that and we're facing a difficult time, let's not run off to a bank that's, that's an ungodly group of people that are not led by the Spirit of God. Let's not run off to an individual who wants to loan us a bunch of money and then charge us horrible interest rates. Let's seek God for wisdom and direction. Or let's at least see, go to someone who is a, a believer, someone who loves the Lord God and loves to help other people and, and has an anointing upon them to give good wisdom and good advice. I'm going to be speaking here in a few days at a women's group 
for women who've lost their husbands. It's a widow's ministry that my wife has put together with another lady at our church. And in this meeting, I'm really praying that the Holy Spirit will help me to give wisdom to them and help them understand that God is their source and their finances will be blessed. Many of them are going through challenges. They don't know what kind of decisions to make. They're not sure exactly whether they should sell a house or not, or whether they should should cash in investments, or whether they even have investments. Many of them don't even know if there's an insurance policy that their husband had for them. So they're still looking for that type of a policy. So whatever the situation there is, I need to connect them with God that, that he is their source. He wants to be their partner in this situation they're going through. Yes, I meant partner. God wants to partner with them in the midst of their financial challenges and the, the need that they have to make good decisions. So when I speak to them, I'm going to, I'm sure I'll be thinking about this podcast, thinking that, that God is their source. And if they'll realize that it wasn't their husband who passed away, that's their source. God is their source now. And God wants to comfort them and help them. And if you know of anyone who's going through a difficult time with their finances, a, a very severe time in their finances, where they really don't know where to go from here, if you can just get them to realize just two points that I've made today, and I think that's about all I'm going to be able to get into today's session. I know the next session I'm doing, the next podcast is going to be very heavy on God is our source in all things, especially in the area of finances. But if you can just, from this podcast today, just soak in two things. One, that God is your source and God wants to be your senior partner. That means he makes all the decisions and you're led by the Holy Spirit to know what decisions he wants you to make. So if you can just get that out of this lesson, if you can get this out of this teaching and realize that that God is the one who wants to bless you, he wants you to prosper and be in good health. I've used that before. Even as your soul prospers, that's our God. He loves you and he desires for you to be blessed. Yes, he wants you to prosper. Yes, he wants you to have nice things. And yes, he wants you to have the ability to be able to share with others and be able to be a blessing to others. So this is an exciting series we're going to be in. We're going to talk about forming partnerships. We're going to talk about literally the, the legal partnerships we can talk about. I'm not an attorney, so I can't get you legal advice. When I say legal, I'm referring to the legal relationship that we have with God and the contract that we have with God, the partnership we have with God is is quite frankly a spiritually a spiritually legal document. If if that doesn't make any sense to you, then I think it'll clear up as we go into the next podcast or so. So I'm just going to pray now that God will bless you. I'm going to pray for you and pray that this teaching will go deep into your heart and you'll be blessed by it. Father, I pray a blessing on all those who are listening in today. And I pray that they will receive, Father, the two points that I made today. The two points, one being God is our source, two, Lord, that you want to be our senior partner. And I pray now that everyone listening would form a partnership with you and they would connect with you and speak to you, Lord, in prayer, asking the Holy Spirit to help them, and in reading of your word, Father, for guidance and direction. Now bless them in all things, Father, and I'll thank you for it in advance. I believe there's going to be a a great response to this, Lord, that people are going to be drawn, Father God, to want to form a partnership with you, Lord, a partnership with God the Father, the Almighty God, who created the heaven and the earth, Father God. I believe it's going to take place, and I'll thank you for it now in advance, for I say these things and pray these things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I want to encourage you to stay tuned to these podcasts called Quality Christian Living, and through all of these podcasts, we're going to jump in and out of topics like like 
dealing with miracles, dealing with health, dealing with finances. Right now we're focusing primarily on finances, but I'm excited and want to get in the future. It may be a month or two down the road, but look for the upcoming announcements for in our articles in Charisma Media, and you'll be seeing topics that we'll be talking about that I believe will bless you. I've written books on faith. I've written books on, on miracles and on the men and women who are dealing with challenges in their service to their country, being a veteran. So I know there's a lot of help available to you and I'm looking forward to speaking on these various topics. So I would like to encourage you to subscribe to my podcast on cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like to get additional information on these teachings and things that I've written, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com and there's a place on there for you to subscribe to a weekly newsletter that I'll be doing in the near future. I know God will bless you as you tune into that. So let me just pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. My next episode will be entitled, God is our source in everything, including our finances. So with that, may the Lord richly bless you. Father, thank you once again for this opportunity, Lord, to bring this message to those that are listening in today. And I pray, Father, there'll be more partnerships formed, Lord, here on earth, and those partnerships will bless everything that's taking place in the kingdom of God here on earth and in heaven to come. We give you praise now in Jesus' name. Amen.